0: Dear Heavenly Father, you speak to me when I hear no other voice. You comfort me when I feel no other presence. Continue to mold me in your ideal for your glory. Allow me to bring honor to your name in deeds and in words. I love you.
1: Welcome to Cross Discourse, where music, culture, and life are discussed across the media spectrum weekly to help you live a godly life. Cross Discourse, Christ is Culture.
0: Ah, yes. It's your boy, Anonymous, coming with another episode of Cross Discourse. And you know what, guys? I'm excited to kind of be uh, let loose of that burden uh, that I've had on me. I've just uh, kind of started talking about the seven elements of culture, and I really didn't know what else to kind of discuss with you all. But, you know, God put it on me. You know, we've been talking about music, culture, and life within the context of the Christian culture. And that's really uh, where I need to go from here on out. Uh, And it just occurred to me, you know, as I do my quiet times and my studies and as I read the Bible, to just let God lead me. You know what I mean? Let uh, him tell me what's next. And that's really what this is all about in our culture. And as we discuss uh, things with one another, and as I start to listen to your emails and and conversation from you about everything, I really want to let that lead. You know, um, but anyway, let's get back into the conversation. Uh, my last quiet time, something that came upon me, I was in the book of Judges in the Old Testament and I came across this verse uh, in Judges twenty-one, twenty-five, And it reads, dun, 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 New King James Version, by the way, in those days, there was no king in Israel. Everyone did what was Right. In his own eyes, and I'm I'm gonna pose a question to you. What does that mean? Mm. Not only that, but what are the similarities from that time to the similarities now? Because mm. I'm gonna tell you right now. You know, uh, we're going through trying times right now. People are doing what is right in their own eyes. People are starting to say my truth my truth this is what my truth is this is what i believe and it's a dangerous thing and when people start doing what was right in their own eyes just like that verse uh kind of tells you you do not have a king you do not have a leader you do not have someone telling you what's right now this is the book of judges so they didn't have kings they had judges that rose up to change the world to to help save israel uh, and, and that's what we're we're reading right now And the first thought process when that came to me was, hmm, maybe I should start talking about, you know, heroes of the Bible that don't get enough street cred, you know, that don't get enough talk, um, that don't that people aren't really, you know, like excited about. And and I did a little research and I came across an, an article online by a man named Jacob Pinnell. Uh, who has a website he's a stay-at-home dad or I don't know if he is or not or now um, but uh, because the article was written two years ago but he he talked about a guy by the name of Shamgar and it was really kind of beefed up and and like kind of told this is what you need to go and talk about because not long after that I was on YouTube and uh, I actually heard a a sermon by Tony Evans, who also talked about Shamgar. And I was like, oh, man, this is this is like really unique and something that I really have to spend some time on. So we're going to talk about Shamgar and Shamgar uh, is mentioned. I see uh, two places in the Bible, uh, both in the book of Judges. Um, and the first one comes from Judges chapter three, verse 31. Uh, and it says this after him was Shamgar the son of Anath, who killed 600 men of the Philistines with an ox goad. And he also delivered Israel. And then the second one comes in Judges 5, 6, uh, under the Song of Deborah. And um, this one was pretty cool, too. Uh, and, And it says this. In the days of Shamgar, son of Anath, in the days of Jael, the highways were deserted and the travelers walked along the byways and so I was like man you know let me see if I can find some more information and there was very little there really was very very little information in there and and it got me to thinking you know there are a couple things about this hero of the Bible that I really want to discuss with you all here um, and and just get you to thinking about a few of these things number one we know that uh, Shamgar uh, was a judge and he only has just about two verses mentioned about him in the Bible. So very little is known about him, but he did some big things. The first thing we know is uh, we know that he killed 600, I say Philistines, but I guess it's Philistines. Uh, he killed 600 Philistines with the ox code, um, and he saved Israel. That's the other thing. Um, and so looking at or drawing from my knowledge of the Tony Evans sermon and from this guy, Jacob Pennell, uh, who's a, a researcher and has a, a host of degrees. You want to check him out. Jacob Pennell, I think it's Jacob, J-A-C-O-B-P-A-N-N-E-L-L dot com. Check him out. Maybe he's still doing some good things over there on his website. Um But the first thing that I, I had to do, I was like, what does his name mean? And the name Shamgar actually means stranger. So we know he was a stranger. And the first thing that popped up into my mind was something similar like Caleb in the Bible. Caleb was also a stranger, but his faith uh, made him a leader amongst the Israelites. We know that Caleb uh, in the Old Testament uh, just like Joshua was, was one of two out of the entire tribe who went out and test, checked out the new land to came back and give favorable reviews, God, favorable reviews. God is going to deliver us. Uh, we know that about him. Um, and still, God chose Joshua to lead the people, not um, not Caleb. And we don't know what happened afterwards or anything like that, but we know that Caleb continued to be a man of faith, or or we assume Caleb continued to be a man of faith because God... Uh, said that he would be blessed uh, for the rest of his life. So that was the first thing, you know, he was an outsider and yet God chose him to lead. And the first point that I want to mention here is just think about that, you know, Caleb, Shamgar, both people in the Old Testament that were outsiders, that were strangers, that were not necessarily born into an elite class were giving um, an opportunity to show faith in God, our creator, and uh, were able to rise to a position of authority or a position of leadership in which they were able to help God's people to accomplish some goals. So the first thing I want you to think about is your condition, your position, your place in life, and where you stand. And think about, just say, hey, you know, no matter what happens maybe i'm not the 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 best maybe i'm not the uh, the elite maybe i wasn't born with all this money or i wasn't born with all these resources or all these things but i have an opportunity to come out and do something for god and for his glory because that's what it's about people it's about god's glory it's not about our own it's always about lifting up the creator and and doing his will uh for his glory and think about these two guys these two unknown heroes in the Bible who were outsiders that really made a difference and that helped to save Israel. It says that Shamgar actually saved Israel by killing 600 Um, and we know that Caleb kinda uh, influenced the people along with Joshua to go ahead and take over the promised land. Uh, When we come back we're gonna continue in this discussion I have another flip or another idea Based on that,
1: and we'll be right back. Now normally I don't do this, but uh, it's new era, it's new season, it's new day. Yeah, we about to do something, something real, something different. It's about to be popping. I'm a Christian, with a hundred million dollar vision can nobody box me and say that's a contradiction Gold driven, God just blessed me with ambition Look up when rest he risked the definition Been through hell, but the fire couldn't crisp him Shut down the mouths of anybody, you dismiss them 20 years gospel rap, broke all the traditions Cause from a teenager, I was on the same mission So when I, he runnin' God business He got clothing, plus he got the boss with him He got a squad with him, real no frauds with him he runs into the light because he is an optimist. When everybody in the music is narcissists, I will not rap a thing but my McC- car. show sure don't die. Hit my line, so I gotta go hard. Start off talk, I bark presidential. Yeah, when I'm letting my. own stepping out i'm stepping out i'm stepping out you cannot box me box me now you cannot box me box me you cannot box me box me now step stepping, stepping, step in the step in the step in step in the step stepping, step stepping, step stepping, stepping, step step in the step stepping, step step step
0: That was hot, that was hot. That's my boy Sean Riff Raff uh, coming with you with The Box featuring Endeavor. Uh, That was a new song, uh, came out this year. I thought it was really nice uh, and appropriate uh, because we're talking about heroes and we're talking about outsiders, people that were in a box, that kind of stepped outside of that box and wanted to do something a little bit different. And that brings me to my second point. Uh, Here we are. And we're talking about outsiders within the faith who come in and do something good to save God's kingdom. You know, have you ever felt like an outsider? That was the first part. You know, how did you feel as an outsider? But now the second part is, how are you treating outsiders? How are you treating people with a little bit of a different faith uh, or understanding of the faith? of you from you you know Um, and this is one of those tricky things because we want everyone to have the same message because god only has one message which is the gospel and we want to people uh, that are going to be able to share the faith the right way we want the gospel to be uh to be pure uh, and we want to explain it to people. And sometimes people get a little bit caught up with the way that they're, they're explaining it to others with the way that they're, um, you know, or, or the way it is explained. And, and I, 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 I I, tend, it's kind of a touchy subject for me to kind of talk about this because I know there are a lot of people with different ideas. And again, you're talking about a layman who has his his thought process, where I believe is coming from God and, and I'm speaking from a from a, a position of faith and i know that we want everyone to have the gospel talked to them the right way right talk to them talk to them explain to them the right way right and so we have problems when we have those people who are preaching or calling themselves preachers or pastors who are not even mentioning god's name who are uh, spinning the truth spinning the gospel spinning the message that Jesus has already preached to us, right? And we have people that are saying, "Well, this is okay or or that's okay or or whatever." And so you don't want that. You definitely don't want people to be confused. And then you have people who are ministers and pastors or leading a flock and they're out there molesting children, right? They're out there doing the things that we know harms the body, right? And we don't want that either. So we have to hit this uh, this topic a little differently. We have to hit it in a way that, you know, can benefit us all. And here's my thought process. Right. You know, if I have a baby Christian coming in and their thought process is is wrong, I don't want to bash them over the head uh, with with, you know, the right way and make them feel like they'll never be able to attain you know, a, a way of living that, you know, is up to the ideal that I have because I know I'm full of sin, right? And but we do want to teach them and we do want to bring them in and we do want to help them to understand the right way and what the words that Jesus said so that we so that we are, are uh, blameless and that that person can grow, right? But the Bible speaks about this. The Bible speaks about people who are babies within the faith. I don't have the Bible verse in my in, in my hand and that's my fault uh, I'm not gonna dig it and, and right, dig it up right now but but do your research how should we treat people who are babies within the faith right We should bring them along in a way that doesn't deter them. I'll tell you what I had a friend when I was in college um, we uh, back in 2001 I was really trying to come to grips with my faith and understand my faith. And I wanted this friend to come and, and study the Bible with me, come to a couple Bible studies and learn about God, God the right way because his understanding was, was way off. Uh, he wasn't married, uh, but he was living in with his girlfriend and they had a child, which was really, really difficult um, You know, for me to navigate in that situation. And he kept saying, you're judging me. You're judging me. I'm feeling so judged. And I wasn't judging him. I was really just, you know, pointing out Bible scriptures. And in in hindsight, maybe I shouldn't have been pointing out these Bible scriptures. that told him he was a sinner. Right. But I wanted him to understand this is God's word. Right. This is if we both understand it to be uh, infallible, perfect, not wrong, never wrong. You know, we need to understand what it says and we need to live a life accordingly. That's all I was trying to do. But he felt Attacked, and I never want to make people feel like I'm attacking them with the word, you know, because the Bible is a weapon, it is, and it says it, and it can be used as such. Uh, But at the same time, I want people to lovingly see, you know, my God, and at the same time, I want people to see my God will attack you or, or work you if you're doing something, you know, against his will, because that's also my God, right? But we have to navigate when we come to outsiders, people that don't see our faith. And this is something that we struggle with as Christians. We are seeing people out there pushing, pushing, pushing. And more and more people daily, hourly, by the second, are falling away from the faith because they don't think they can hold up to the ideal. But most of them do, or, or most of them, not, not that they can or do, most of them feel that the people that are bashing them over the head are, guess what? hypocrites and we have a lot of those hypocrites in there so when we treat outsiders a certain way we have to be we have to be compassionate we have to know how god wants us to move forward with this and we can't just say we're exposing them for who they are no that's not what we are because we are all sinners people we are all sinners and we often we have to acknowledge that in order to to move on and move forward and to build the body. That's why the body's not growing. That's why the body can't regenerate when we're losing so many pieces because we're hypocritical and we're pushing people away. Um. And then the next point is, you know, God treats us all the same, all right? We can be chosen by him um, and not necessarily have the right stuff, not have the, the right lineage, right? Um, Because Man is looking at the lineage man is looking at the right stuff, but God is looking at the real right stuff within us. God is looking at what's in our heart. God is looking at what we have and what we are capable of doing. And then he's going to put us in that particular position in order to bring glory to his name. And so we have to be cognizant of that as well. You know what I'm saying? Uh, when we come back, I have another idea, another flip, another way to look at this message, and, and we've got another song for you to listen to. I hope you stay tuned. Peace. Oh, come
1: back, baby, baby, come back. Let's get it going. Let's get it going. Yeah. There's purpose in my story. Through my struggle, found glory. I got a New Testament drama just platformed the compact with a little bit of Maury And I speed right past forty Still screaming what this life got for me Laid it all down for shorty Then she bulldozed the primrose at my outlook saw me yeah. God tested that was found in this river Said you going down in this river And if you don't drown in this river You come around in this river You'll abound in this river, yeah Trust me, there is life in this river Gotta understand the price of this river Get your hands sliced for this river and do the strife of this river Do it twice for this river, yeah Pain in the process It's how you strain for the progress To so doing rainfall you can conquest All these moments of 50 and loneliness. There's a testimony in the journey After you show yourself worthy Ain't always about the destination It's about examination when you're going through the purging I had a mantle for the mountaintop but I had to rise, King of Patriots. I wasn't just prepping for that chariot. I was prepping for that Christ promised equinox. He said that I was destined to flag the peak. But the only flag that flies could be the flag for you. He said, Sean, i make you to a winner from beginning to the end. I just want them all to know it's me. Oh, come back, baby, baby, come back. Oh, come back. Beauty and your brokenness, so you can find a path through a hopeless mess. And just when you thought it was a total wreck, he puts you back together for the level next. And when we put it all in context, he's trying to elevate you through a complex situation. Emancipation, your mind's perplexed. He showed you how it's written, this is life's pretext. Yeah. The highest place to be is when I'm at your feet. When you show me that my process is like my defeat When you show me that your glory is not out of reach When I'm leaning on your strength and I feel down and weak, yeah This is a comeback, when you unpack all the meanness of my setbacks And you payback, and you backtrack All the I left and my cutbacks, when I unpack, I just backpack In the end it's all worth it and then the powers and the kickbacks, what? Oh, come back baby, baby come back It's the comeback, baby, baby. baby. baby.
0: How about that? How about that? How about that outro right there? All right, guys. So we are pushing towards the end of our podcast for today or for this week or whatever. uh, Or at least until the next time Guy speaks to me. Um, And I just wanted to think, you know, we've got Shamgar the outsider. We've got Caleb the outsider. We have these heroes that were outsiders. So the first question posed was, how are you as an outsider? How do you react? How do you uh... go out into the world and and treat uh, uh... people how do you rise to that level to become a leader as an outsider and then the second one was how do you treat outsiders people that are coming into the faith people that don't know uh... about jesus christ uh... how do you treat them and I, I you know the next thing I, I started thinking you know one of the things that i really uh, like to do is watch movies watch tv shows and i watch a lot of different ones maybe more than i should um, and you know we need some movies we need some we need to be talking about this Uh, we need to look at these lifestyles of these people like caleb like shamgar uh those in the bible who were outsiders that were absorbed into the clan and it doesn't have to be over the top preachy it just could be uh that has that message right that message of love that message of we are accepting we love you um and still have the undertones of the gospel message man i love so many of the kendrick brothers i know i have mentioned this before but i love the kendrick brother movies not a lot of people like you know over the top preachy christian movies and i think of that movie overcomer you know where the little girl uh was she was an outsider i mean she wasn't anything like uh anything before uh, on top of that she was a runner uh, and he was a basketball coach uh, he was looking forward to. Um, you know, coaching his team, and then here he here his principal comes and tells him, "Hey, you have to coach this little girl. She wants to be there. You have a team." So he goes out, and then she rises to a level that no one could have expected. I mean, she was a great runner. Uh, she works her butt off, uh, and then she turns around, and you know, she becomes even better. Um, and then her father, the the story of her father, who who had done something horrible in his past. Uh, these are things that we need to be promoting, that we need to be pushing uh, so that people can see the story of Christ without over-the-top bashing over your head. You know, I'm watching a lot of the news. I'm reading a lot of news stories and articles, and people are, are going back and forth, uh, and they're, they're preaching a gospel that I don't think Jesus would even appreciate, because let me tell you something, you know, the Jesus that I look at in the Bible, that Jesus didn't sit with Uh, all the politicians and all the people of power or people of authority and preach to them and tell them they were doing great and lambasting uh, the other people. No, he came to the losers, right? He came to the people that were were nothing, that were nobody, that were fishermen. He came to the people that were hated, right? The tax tax people, right? The people that no one liked, the people that no one uh, gave two craps about or even might have looked the other way or spat at. He talked about stories. He talked about stories of people who were nobodies. You talk about excuse me the good samaritan right the man that no one you know cared about that no one you know thought any good of. but the when the levi and the priest and everybody stepped to the other way on the man that was injured this this good samaritan this person that was of a different race uh, of a different uh group ethnic group from them he he stopped and he helped the man and jesus talked about who is my neighbor right These are the types of messages that people need to be hearing in this world. I'm going to tell you, I'm a lost soul. I'm a person that can't go out and do, I, I don't, I'm not very creative, guys. Um, I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I, I like to think that I am, you know, but I can take what's already been done and do other things, right? I can't make something out of nothing. I, I'm not a, a, a great musician. I can't sing. Uh, if you've heard one of my uh, things before, one of my podcasts before, and I tried to sing, you know I'm not good at it. Uh, I I. I, I've tried to write, um, my, my story was compelling, but the, the execution wasn't all that great, you know, and and you know, and I, I don't wanna say that I have a low self-esteem about myself, but there are, there are things that I'm good at, that I know that I'm good at, you know, that I can do, right? I, I'm well aware of those things, um, and I would love to share those things with the world. But there are other people out there. There are movie makers. There are people that are scared to do their things, and we have to be uplifting. We have to be encouraging to those people, and we have to be bringing them in the body because we really need to build up this body of Christ that we call our own. Um, and and it's, it's disheartening when I hear and see people leaving the faith in droves because they just feel like no one is giving them a chance. No one is loving them correctly. Uh, people are teaching them the wrong thing. We're, we're, we're spewing out hate. We're talking about politics uh, when even Jesus himself said, uh, Give unto Caesar what is Caesar's, right? And to God what is God's. I mean, what does that mean to you? I know to me it means I'm going to focus on God and I'm going to leave politics up to the politicians. And if we want to have a Christian politician, that's great, you know, but it's so hard to be a politician and speak the truth, isn't it? Right. So a Christian who calls himself a politician, is he really a Christian or is he trying to be a politician first and going out there and doing the things that he wants to do? That's the message that I'm just trying to get out there. And again, don't take my word for it. Get in those words, get in the Bible, get in the word of God, read those scriptures uh, and come back to me. Uh, remember, cross discourse at Gmail I'm anonymous and I'll talk to you later. Peace.